Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Probably the most important to me you know, is being on a good roster. You know, having the ability to get to the playoffs and make a run in the playoffs, but also, you know, I don't want to play for cheap, you know. No one does. Welcome back. WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giulio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. The voice there, of course, of James Bradbury set to free agency next week, Hugh. And, like, I think a lot of people have just kind of resigned themselves to the fact that the Eagles won't have the money. They can't re-sign this guy. They won't bring him back. But, you, there is a way here to move some money around. And and what about this? And, and we kind of talked about it a little bit in the last hour. You know, if Darius Slay isn't happy or Darius Slay maybe doesn't love the idea of Matt Patricia being here, Hugh Douglas, would you entertain the idea of trading Slay to re-sign Bradbury? I, I think that's probably on the table. You know, when you talk about – and listen, everybody, this is all rumor and innuendo because I don't know. But when you talk about potentially hiring somebody that is clearly not uh, uh, – nobody's a fan of uh, Matt Patricia. Well, mm-hmm. Slay's not a fan of Matt Patricia, I should say. Most probably aren't. Yeah, most probably aren't. And for you to, to, to even consider that, I think that there is somewhere where, you know, their Slay might be expendable. And then on top of that, you talk about the way that this, this defense played, this, this secondary in particular. I think that – there's probably a, a chance that they might want to upgrade at that position. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of conversation about bringing in another corner or going younger at that position. And I think that when you take that coupled with the fact that, you know, there's some talk about bringing Matt Patricia here, there might be something there. There might be something to all of that. So th- there's a lot of player. 215-592-9494. You, I'm with you on this. I, if, if I'm Howie Roseman, I would consider trading Darius Slay and trying to re-sign Bradbury. A couple things. One, Bradbury's younger by a couple years. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's got a couple extra years left in the tank that Darius Slay does. And just off this year, Hugh, I, I thought Bradbury played better over the course of the season. Slay seemed to start out better. Um, and then kind of curtailed a little bit. Yeah, week two. I thought I thought Slay's best game was week two when he covered Justin Jefferson a lot of the night and really did a good job. But, you know, he kind of tailed off as the season went along. Bradbury played better or played, you know, just as well the whole season. And the Eagles, depending on how they structure this, if they if they designate a Slay trade, a, a post-June 1st type of thing, which you could do in the NFL, they would actually save $17.5 million on the cap by trading Slay if they do it, you know, at, at a certain point and do it in a certain way. So it, it would free up some room here. Yeah. And I think that when you you talk about like man, he was on he was on the uh, what the Twitter he was on his his feed talking the other day about how good he is, boy. And 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 listen, the the Eagles fans were relentless 
they were relentless. Well, people were, were frustrated getting, with us on yeah, Friday. They yeah, were, they were they were relentless. They were getting after him, talking about, dude, your your game kind of fell off towards the end of the year, and yada yada yada, all this other good stuff. I mean, he's a good corner, but he falls into that category. Thirty two years old, man. You know, you might you might look to move on from him and go younger at that position. Well, we're talking we're talking all morning about the defense and how are we worried about this thing moving forward? Well, they're going to have a youth movement, right? We we all realize this. That's, yes. So. Do you want to have a youth movement with a 32-year-old corner, or would you rather keep a 30-year-old and then pair him with a draft pick? I, I think there's something here. Kyle Quinn, would you trade Slay to keep Bradbury? You know, I'm going to just go out and say no, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here with the whole Bradbury was better than Slay thing. Slay was following the number one receiver, at least he claims to. Uh, Bradbury, I think, benefited a lot from having Darius Slay on the other side, mm-hmm. and I just think it's going to be too tough to replace the production. Like we said earlier, I don't really trust Howie to be able to draft a cornerback, especially uh, to be able to replace Darius Slay's production. So, no, I think you might just have to go with the the option that you're already dealing with. Right See, now. that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of ifs and maybes in here, and I understand why everybody's upset. Or, or not upset, but concerned. Mm-hmm. That's the word I use, concerned. But that's Howie's job. You know, when I go back and I think about think about when Howie's walking around the, around the, the field before a game, and he told Eagles fans, I got like I brought you your first Super Bowl with arrogance, with straight up and out arrogance. So guess what? That's why I'm not concerned because when you do stuff like that, I'm expecting you to do your job. Like that's why you, when you talk about uh getting Jalen Hurst signed, hey dog, you got that arrogance that you come up and talking trash like that to the fans, get do your job. Do your job. And it is his job. Here's what I think about, too. And, and I think Kyle makes a good point that maybe he was following the number one receiver. Maybe that's why he, he tailed off a little bit. Bradbury got the benefit of following the number two. But I think about the culture around here, right? The culture matters. This thing was a good culture last year. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not sure about Slay as a culture guy. I mean, he goes on his podcast basically says, well, it wasn't our fault. We, we only gave 180 yards passing. Meanwhile, Bradbury took took some responsibility for his holding in the Super Bowl. Like, I, I, I just... I, there's something about Slay that worries me. And if they bring in Patricia... He's trying to get in the Hall of Fame. He's trying to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's worried about the gold jacket. I'm trying to win football games here. 215-592-9494. Right, a lot to throw around here in terms of, one, are you panicked about the Seagulls' defense? I have a lot of change coming here and now coaching drama. And would you trade Slay to keep Bradbury? I mean, you if it saves them money, it gets them younger. I, I think there's something possibly here because how many guys in the team are 32? I mean, they're moving. It seems like they're potentially moving on from these 32 year olds. Yeah, it seems like it. I think, I think I'm think i hoping Brandon Graham is going to be here. I think that's, that's what he wants. Um, not so sure on Fletcher. You know, I, I think that, that Brandon, you look at the production that he had and the role that he plays, he would be a good fit here. I don't think that they feel that same way about Fletcher. I don't either. I, and look, it, it's almost there is something to be said for if you're going to do it, you rip the bandaid all at once, right? You get yeah. it off, right? If you're going to if you're going to kind of turn this thing over and have a younger defense, you you could do it all in in one year. And to, to Darius Slay, like, how many good years does he have left? A couple. He's yeah. 32. I mean, how long do corners last at a high Not level? Not that long. Not that long. Only one I can think of that that lasted a while was Daryl Green. And he's an outlier. Yeah, he's he's definitely outlier. Uh, Dion started to curtail a little bit, but he was still pretty darn good. He was, but Slay's not <laughs> D- Dion. Not, no, no. Yeah, I think about a guy like Darrell Rivas. He was great. Went, yeah, then it just went. Yeah, when that speed goes, it, and, and you lose one step or two steps at corner, it's not the same. You're not two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We're we're intrigued by the idea of trading Darius Slay to free up money to keep James Bradbury. Tyrone's in Middletown. What's up, Tyrone? Tyrone. Hey guys, happy Monday. Happy Monday, man. What's going on? Hey, Tyrone. How's it going? Oh, yeah, the 
the Eagles of what's going on. Hey, Joe. Uh, yeah, I think that um, – I don't know. If, if you look at the numbers, and I didn't want to – originally I didn't want to talk about this aspect of it, but since you guys kind of steered me in the fact that if you look at the guys over 30 years of age, if they didn't bring them back, they would save about $60 million. Like, like all of them, or we're talking about the defensive guys? On the defense alone. Right. And mm-hmm. if you look, and, and including Jason Kelsey, um, it will be about $60 million. I, I think that if you look at this draft, they have a lot of corners that are considered big corners with real good speed mm-hmm. that are over six, six feet, six one, six two. Um, even I think it's one that's even 6'3". And if you look at the game, we've had a lot of, difficulty with teams that had rangy fast receivers and that includes uh both of the corners and i i think that with one of the downfalls of the eagles has been the inability to cover guys one-on-one or the reluctance to cover them one-on-one because of the scheme and you have to wonder if the defensive coach didn't have confidence in his players enough to put them in that position. I mean, well, I think Tyrone. Before you go on, Hugh's been kind of hinting at that since since we started the show. Like maybe that's why they didn't play much man on the outside. That he didn't think they could do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been saying that, and I, and I feel like you know, if there's an opportunity in this draft to get one of these young corners, then why not take them? Yeah, but 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 I also think that Bradbury, he's a really really good corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, all around. He, that guy, he really impressed me on his man coverage when he was placed in that position, the way he can cover the guy downfield. I mean, they all, you're going to get beat occasionally, but the way he could stick the guys and break the pass up and step right in at the last minute and, break and, and hit the ball, it, it was like he, he's really, really, really good. But also, the teams that the Eagles had a lot of trouble with were teams with the premier running back. And I think we have not had that luxury since we've had Shady McCoy, where you could get one guy and he could be like certain people call him a bell cow type of runner. Mm -hmm. And I think if if one of those guys were in the draft, I think that it would be foolish. I'm not saying the top ten pick, but in that first round, if a bell cow guy was there at 30, it would be foolish not to pick. I'll tell you what, bro. If he a bell cow guy, he ain't going to be there at 30. He gonna be gone. Well, those guys are rare. But, but, yeah, he gonna be gone. You know, sometimes things fall in your lap, and if, and if something happens to fall in your lap, I would don't look a gift horse in the mouth. No, I hear you. And I, I hear you. And I, and I think that Howie, I, I think he's learned through several drafts where things didn't go the way he wanted. Yep. I, I I think he he I think he may have learned a few. He got burned a few times, but hopefully he's learned from that, and he can come away with. You know, I'd rather get quality over quantity any day. Well, yeah, and we hope he's learned, Tyrone, because, I mean, that's when they pay Hurts here, that's the where they're going to have to build this team. And, Tyrone, we appreciate it. 215-592-9494. As I sit here, we're panicking, having some panic here, myself and Kyle, about this Eagles defense here. But then on, on the idea of, of, of Darius Slay and, and uh, Bradbury and maybe trading Slay to keep Bradbury, you know, I'm looking at some of these corners. I'm, I'm just looking. We mentioned Darrell Rivas. He was kind of done at 32 years old, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I looked up Richard Sherman here. Richard Sherman's last good year was at 31, and then he bounced around 32. He was out of the league at 33, and he's on TV now. Like, I, I mean, I, I, the more I think about this Slay thing, and it's not just because Slay's outspoken. That's fine. He could, he could be outspoken. He can speak if he want to speak. Yeah. 
I just I wonder about his future here. I mean, if you're telling me I could keep Bradbury for the next three years or Slay for the next three years, it's a no brainer. I'd yeah. keep Bradbury. I mean, he's a little bit older, man. And and I mean, listen, like I said, it, it comes for everybody. Nobody outruns Father Time. Father Time comes for us all. And then when you talk about diminishing returns toward the end of the season, they might be thinking about moving on from Slay. Well, and you know who the highest cap hit on this team is for next year? Darius Slay. Like they might that's be thinking about that. $26 million for Darius Slay? That is a lot of money. I also wonder if at some point they ask him to restructure his contract because that's – There's a lot of – I would say this. There's probably a lot of moving parts going on right now. There's some guys that the Eagles are, are adamantly trying to sign, and there are some guys that they're probably waiting for a phone call from the Philadelphia Eagles. Who knows? But how he's not just sitting back – I know the draft is over and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the combine. combine is over and everything. But – they're still burning at midnight oil trying to figure out how they're going to make this team better. Well, they're going to have to. 215-592-9494. Because I, I have some real significant worry about this defense. If, if you missed it, we opened the show by talking about you know what happened here yesterday with Denard Wilson you know, getting fired or let go, amicable. I mean, it's, it, there's some open-ended questions on what happened here. But the Eagles have lost a lot of coaches from last year. Jonathan Gannon, Denard Wilson, a, a team that had a lot of chemistry and good – and really a good flow last year on defense. All those sacks they had – and now they're going to lose all these players potentially in free agency. They lost coaches here. You got the slave, maybe, maybe Matt Patricia thing. There's a weird vibe you to this this offseason so far with the defense. It feels like a lot of change is coming. It feels like there's a lot of conversation that's being had, and people are lying about the, the, like what they want to do mm-hmm. and not telling the truth. It's a lot of conversation that. It's just weird. It's just weird all the way around. Yeah, and that and that's why, you know, I think anything could be on the table here, including the idea that we brought up where trade Slay, keep Bradbury. I mean, I, I just think for the next three years, you tell me right now who's the better player. I would say James Bradbury will be a better player for the next three years in Slay. Isn't it kind of funny when you put it into perspective, though, like that we're talking about this when, as of five years ago, we would have been, like, we would have killed to have a guy even remotely as close to what Darius Slay is of course. in this town. I mean, it, he's... Without a doubt, the best cornerback to come through this town in a very, very long time. And now here we are with two guys, one of them which, I know. Like, eh, you know, we could probably do without him. Yeah, well, he's probably the best since Asante to be here. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Things change. They change quick, man. <laughs> change quick. Well, also, when you're outspoken, you have a $26 million cap hit. There's, there's, there's questions to be had. Archie's in Ocean City. What's up, Archie? Arch. How you guys doing? What's you, going on, man? <clears throat> Hey, Lou, what's your chance? Let's assume we're going to keep one of those two guys, either Bradbury or Slay. Um, from a player's perspective, how much can one of those guys mentor a really good young defensive back coming into the league? Uh, I would probably say. See, I don't really, I'm not, I don't really know that much about either one of them. But I would probably say, just off the off the top, I would probably say Slay. But he's probably not going to be here. Well, yeah, and and you know what? I, I think it's Archie with that thing. It's too each play, per, player's personality plays into it too. Do they want to do that? I mean, I I would. They both have a lot to offer. Obviously, they've been star corners in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day in the NFL, unfortunately, it's, it's all about the offense. I mean, the defense on both teams couldn't stop the other one. So, you know, you, you try to get some playmakers, but I mean, I think it's the big guys up front. They get the pressure. He's got a chance. I mean. You don't get the pressure. You don't. You just don't win the NFL. Well, you don't. Totally but, agree. Yeah, but you know. But the one thing about the pressure and all that up front, Archie, we appreciate it. You, you, you could. Gen- I mean, the Eagles last year they had seventy something sacks with all those different guys. You could generate pressure with a bunch of guys. If you don't have the right corners out there, you're in trouble. I mean, yeah, they- you got to have some. You got to have some corners. But we've seen guys, the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. go out there with some young guys, young corners, and and they made mistakes. 
But at the end of the day, you know, they they played well when they had to play well. So well, and you, they, can, you can you can win with young players out there on the field. Yeah, it, you can. It, it can well, you need the offense to be good too. And I, I just I think about the defense from last year, and I think about all the games they won, especially early in the season when they scored excuse me twenty four or less points, and they found a way to win those games because their defense was really good. And it just it feels like we're headed towards a, a spot where they're going to set up their defense to be young and and really to have some growing pains, and that can affect next season. I, I'm worried about this. And then the coaching aspect. I know people didn't like Jonathan Gannon, but, man, they had two years of continuity on the defensive side of the football coaching-wise. Gannon, mm-hmm. Nick Rails, Denard Wilson, they're all gone now. I mean, we we don't know if Sean DeSai could coach. We don't know if he's going to put together a good – we don't know yet. No, we don't, but I think that, that with Coach Sirianni making this move – he has to have some. He gotta. You gotta be confident in that move that you made. And he has to coach. better because be. this team, the expectations for this team right now, are very, very high. You know, even though there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that are going to change, that does not change the expectation for this fan base. We still expect to be in in Super Bowl contention next year, even though a lot is going to change. Yeah, well, there is. There's no question a lot will change here. But the, the bottom line is with the defense and, and the panic, and, and most people, it's interesting so far, you are not panicking. They're with you on this. Uh, at WIP Midday Show, our Twitter poll question early in the show today, in light of recent events, are you panicking over the state of the Eagles defense 2023? 70% no. So most people are with you today, uh, not panicking over this defense yet. But that that... That feels like it's like a, a 30% is kind of interesting just because nothing's really happened with the players yet, and yet there's 30% still panicking. I mean, we got Kyle freaking out back there. I'm Robert. going nuts over here, guys. You, somebody's got to – you got to calm me down, man. <laughs> you, you freaking out for a minute still. We haven't even had the draft yet, man, and you already going I know, but the, the, you, could, you could feel the writing's on the wall for this defense to be way different next year. It's going to be different, but that, that doesn't necessarily mean bad. Different doesn't mean bad. It could be better. It, it, it can't be – it might not be as good as the defense that you had last year statistically, but it could be better. It could shoo, potentially shoo, be better. Shoo, yeah. shoo, they were missing that. Yeah, you're missing all that, <laughs> that, that goodness. Well, and it could get better as the year goes on. That, that, I mean, that, that obviously could be part of this whole thing. But I, I really think it's, it, it's, there's something there. And curious where everyone thinks on this. Would you trade Slay to keep Bradbury? Because – Brad, Hugh, Bradbury's the one I think everybody wants to keep. We just kind of realize they're probably not going to be able to keep him. Yeah, I think that going into it, because he wants to get paid, and and I think that he's played himself, and, and the uh, Eagles feel strongly that he is the guy that they need to keep. Between mm-hmm. the two, I think that he is the one that they've identified that they would potentially like to keep. Well, he had such a good season, and you, know, you think about it, you you played on a defense that had two really good corners. Like that, when you have two corners you can rely on it changes things yeah. they had that it, last it, year it, it makes your defense that much more dynamic well they had three I mean really in essence last year the Eagles had three corners they could count on when they were all healthy right they had Bradbury they had Slay they had Avante Maddox it's mm-hmm. most teams don't have three good corners no they don't they don't and and that's the thing man especially when you talk about potentially lining up and, and playing against teams that have dynamic receivers you're going to need that third corner that was one of the benefits that we had when, when I was here we had Al Harris Al Harris was yep. a great third corner, so much so that he went to Green Bay, became a starter. Was a pretty darn good corner there. So yeah, it's always good to have those young guys. But as you can see, receivers are starting to get taller. So and the corners are starting to get taller. So mm-hmm. you might want to you might want to uh, look into that a little bit. Well, and two years ago, I mean, the Eagles had Slay, they had Maddox in the twenty twenty one season, but they they had uh, Stephen Nelson on their side, just just a guy, and and their defense was not 
was not very good. I mean, then obviously the pass rush got better and they got got like Hassan Reddick, but boy, there, there's so much potential change going on here with this defense, and, and I'm worried about it because I, I almost think we underrated how good they were last year because of the end. Like the end, obviously the Super Bowl was bad, right? They got torched by Mahomes in the second half regardless mm-hmm. of what Slice says. It was not good. But their defense did help them early in the season win a lot of games. I mean, they're just not a 14-win football team if not for that defense. There was like there were a few games earlier in the season. I know the Vikings where we kind of just ran out and kicked their ass in the first half of the game. But we all, that game was what like 24 to seven was the final yeah. score in they, that they game. They only scored 24 against Washington the third week. Right. Of the, yeah. So there were multiple moments where the defense had to go out there and make consecutive stops to really uh, you know keep the Eagles. Blowing the other team out. I think a lot of that had to do with the defense, well, more than we like to admit. The Colts game. The, the Colts game, they they won because the defense played so well. I mean, they, they're, I'd say there was about a handful of games they won. The the Cardinal game, where they won like 20-17, because their defense played well. That That's different coming up now. Yeah, it is. And and that's why you have to bet and count on the fact that, you know, you're going to give your, your quarterback more offensive weapons, and you're going to count on the fact that he's going to grow and mature and not make some of those mistakes that he made last year. It's interesting because their team was so balanced last year. And that, that's you think about what why they were so good. It was a really, really balanced team. And Hugh, it, it, it just it's becoming clear we're trending towards an offensive team. Yeah, it is. And, and that's basically what it is. That's that's what NFL is now. Mm-hmm. You know, and as long as you got that triple, that signal caller back there that can make those plays when he has to, you know, you're gonna have that. Because when you look at that Kansas City Chief team, it was it was Kelsey and and the, the quarterback. Sure. Mahomes. And if you have that chemistry with that one guy that can make those plays like that, then you have something good. Well, you do. And and, and they have something great there um, in Kansas City. And, and we'll see if the Eagles can match that, you know, game for game offensively. 215-592-9494. Look, maybe if they had continuity with the coaches, maybe I'd feel good about this. I'd feel okay about it. But they have – I mean, the amount of change they're going to have here on the defense, it's probably the most in the NFL from one year to the next. I'm panicking as we head towards free agency. 215-592-9494. Your phone call is coming up. Are you panicking about the Eagles defense next year? Yes or no? And would you trade Slayeth and then keeping Bradbury? I think it's a really interesting hypothetical for the Eagles to consider. They could save a lot of money by trading Slayeth. It's a post-June 1st. Bradbury, a better bet. To be a good player, I think, over the next three years. And also, Brandon Graham made his intentions for the future pretty clear the other day. How much longer does he want to play? Will it be here in Philadelphia? We'll play that for you next. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. It's how you join the show on this Monday morning. Ton to talk about here, including panic, at least for me, my perspective on this Eagles defense. You was telling me to calm down. It's going to be all right with all the change and the coaching change. Yesterday, Denard Wilson let go. Very odd story. Potentially fired at least to the sources of, uh, of Marcus A. So coaching changes, player changes. I'm really worried about this Eagles defense moving into 2023. Agree, disagree on that. Are you panicking? And would you trade Darius Slay to keep James Bradbury away for the Eagles to maybe sign the better and younger corner of their two that were stars last year? 215-592-9494. Todd Zalecki will join us at 12. Uh, let us know what he's hearing on Andrew Painter's elbow and the Phillies. Spring training so far, but let's listen to this, Hugh. So, um, Brandon Graham on a podcast uh, talking about the Colts. Colts Law is the name of the uh, the Twitter account. Uh, Lawrence Owen is his name. He does the uh, podcast with Rodney McLeod. Here's Brandon Graham talking about his future, what he wants, uh, and and really what might happen here in free agency. When you first got into the league, did you have a certain number of years that you like, man, I got to get to this number? I know when I came in, I, I think – you know, I came in a year before you in 09, and the, the magic number around that time was like, man, get to 10. Get to 10. Everybody just wanted to get to 10. So what was your number when you got drafted, if you had one? Well, you know what, man? Um, it was 10 at first, uh, but Ray Lewis always been the guy uh, that I looked up to because I played linebacker. You know, when I started being able to see that I could really go, and I'm not feeling as bad as it used to be back in the day, uh, you know, of the practices, because I had Andy Reid my first year. Boy, you know oh nine, You say oh nine, You know it. <laughs> Two days. And it had me questioning if I really love football or not. You know what right. I'm saying? Hmm. Like that. But, um, you know, the way the game is now, man, I mean, I told wifey two more years and then we 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 called it. I just want to say 15, hopefully with the Meagles uh, the whole way now that I've been here. So he wants to play 15. He's almost there, Hugh. So he that that's interesting. So he want, obviously wants a two year deal. Yeah, that's phenomenal. If he can do that, man, I, I, I commend him for that because you know, playing a position that he plays and, and, and I know firsthand how hard that is and how my body felt when I got to year 10. I was done. I was done. And for him to still be going strong like that, man, I commend him for that. So, I hope he gets it. Yeah, I hope he gets it, too. There was a report out yesterday the Browns are interested in, in Brandon Graham. I, I find him to be the, one of the most difficult ones to project here. Because I think he wants to come back. I think he wants to finish here. I mean, he just, he, he's been here his whole career. He said it there. But 
I could see teams valuing him. Like the, the Browns have Jim Schwartz, who yes. obviously worked. Love he, him. He loved him. I could see a team paying for what he did last year, and that might be more than the Eagles are willing to pay. Yeah, they're going to give him a nice little piece of cheese, man. And I'm pretty sure that whatever he gets is going to be more than he got here because mm-hmm. that's what free agency is. You, you go into free, agent, free agency, they're going to give you a deal. might not be a whole lot of money up front. Then, it, it, then again, it might be, but he's going to be in a position where he's going to be able to make his money. I wonder if Brandon would take less to stay here. He's made a good. He's made. He's made a lot of money in his career, right? Yeah. He's not. He wasn't like a seventh round pick. He started off as a first round pick. He's had what three, two or three, maybe three contracts. Yeah. I think it's three contracts with the Eagles now. I wonder it, how much he values being here and and you know being the all time leader in games played, all that kind of stuff. Because I, I I think you're right. I think he gets more if he goes somewhere else. Yeah, he does. And 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 that's the thing. It's going to be one of those things where him and his wife going to have to sit down and discuss it. And figure out, you know, he might want to be closer to Michigan. Who knows? Yep. I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what he wants, and maybe he, she wants to be close to her family if, if she's from up that way. So it, it could be one of those things where that's going to be a long discussion that piece of cheese. Big creepy. Try to balance, try to balance no. it out with a culture yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm with you. I, I I could see Brandon leaving, and it would just it would add to my worry here for this defense 2023. 215-592-9494. Are you panicking about the state of the Eagles defense? A lot of changes. Coaching and players to come, and would you trade Slay to keep Bradbury? Eric's in South Philly. What's up, Eric? Eric. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Hey, man? Eric. Yeah, I'm not feeling this question at all, man. We got to keep Slay. Like, like James had one good year one good year here, and even last year, like, <clears throat> I know he, he performed better statistically, but he's playing number two and number three, man. Come on. Slay, Slay's a better player. You pay for good players. You know, um, you can reconstruct his contract, whatever you got to do. But Slade a better player, and we should. And I'm mad. We talk about James Bradbury like he's the most important um, defensive um, free agent we got. I don't think he is. I think Javon Hargrave is the most important. I feel like we should sign him first. Like, you know, him and uh, and Chauncey. Like to me, them two are the most important. Um, Bradbury can walk, man. Like, he can walk. Yeah, and he might. I mean, I, I, Eric, there's a good chance a week from now he's he's about to head to a different team. But I mean, it's also who's the better player in the future. Like Slade's 32 and Bradbury's 29. He's twenty nine. Even that, bro. I mean, Slay's the better athlete. You know, like mm. he probably like based on just just me looking at him, just based on how he moves. I feel like Slay probably got like two, three more good years left. Yeah, you know, I take that. I take that over Bradbury. Like, why are you holding Juju? Who is Juju? Like, come on, man. Like you, you like he's over there holding Juju Smith. Like he, like he's something special. That Super Bowl game, they target Bradbury. They almost the entire second half. Like, come on, man. We slayed a better player, man. Ain't nobody scared of Bradbury. Who was it? I think one player, uh, they said a lot of stuff about a whole lot of They talked for two weeks, yeah. They had a whole lot to say. They ain't say nothing about Slay. You know, players know players, man. You They know who they struggle with. Well, and Eric, you're right. But two years from now, when we get there you know how we should be focused on this upcoming season who the better player you know we, we we're not looking two years down the line like we we in the nail so let's get it two years from now everything could change i know? hear so, i hear what you're saying but listen look at it like this if they're thinking about hiring somebody that he clearly does not get along with then to me that screams that he is not grading out like he used to grade out. 
I mean, that's I, just I, that's the fact. That's just the fact. I, I, I hear what you're I, saying. I, I, I get what you're saying, but listen, man, they call professionals for a reason. Yeah, but All at right, the like, at the end of the day, but but listen, bro, at the end of the day, if if that if that is going to divide your locker room. He must be expendable to some extent. That's all right. that's keep, all I'm keep saying. It he, keep it keep it a buck. I'll choose players over coach any day. All right, like normally you would, I'm, but I'm obviously that's not the case. <laughs> normally you, that's that's the point. That's the point. You know? Obviously, obviously. They're not looking at him well, like that. They're not. I mean, Eric, <laughs> because, this guy yeah. campaigned for Denard Wilson, <laughs> yeah. and they just fired him. Like, like I mean, I mean, Slay over there opening his mouth, like, like, why are you doing that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's none of your business. Get your paycheck. But, but, but that, that you, me and you are on the same page. I'm looking at it the way that you are. He, if they're thinking about making some of these moves and not considering him, then what does that tell you? You're not the guy that, that you thought you were. They're looking at the team, bro. You're not gonna make your decision based on one player. You like, do, wait, I, hold up, like hold up, hold up, man. They coach. just Jalen didn't Jalen Hurts get AJ Brown here? Mm-hmm. Didn't he do that? I mean, it's not like I mean, like yeah, you know. What, what you mean, yeah, like we yeah? Were, we were looking for a receiver, <laughs> and AJ fit the bill. No, like the, uh, Jalen Hurts picked up the phone. With Howie Roseman said, "Yo, we need to get this guy." That's what he did. You wrong? J- wrong. Big place. No, it wasn't wrong. It he wasn't, wasn't, wrong. Wrong. It wasn't wrong. Your boy. And your boy. Bill age, contract, dog, all of that. It just fits. Your in, boy. You know? Slate. Listen, listen, bro. Your boy Slate E said he didn't like. He didn't like. Uh, what's his name? Matt Patricia. They talking to Matt <laughs> Patricia. If if we if we hire Matt Patricia and Slay don't want to play, that's a different story. Yeah, but they you know? talk like you are you you talking man. to like I hide, I gotta look out for the team. I'm not looking out for you. <laughs> he just told he he just told him like, listen, man, I don't like this dude. We, that's who we talking to. Out of all that's the coaches the that you like, talking to, you're gonna work that out. You want that check? You're gonna work it out. <laughs> well, but okay, and that and that's Eric. That's fair. But you know what happens with all this? It could get ugly. And Eric, it, we appreciate it. It could get messy here. You know, I, and I. The Slay thing, they're just... I don't understand that. It's off. Something's off. That's just like, let me give you an analogy that you could might wrap your mind around uh-huh. here. That's just like, say, for instance, you got a, you got a young lady. It's your girlfriend, right? And, and say your barber is somebody that you used to date. Say it's, it's a female barber. Fine okay. female barber. She's fine. And your new girlfriend tell you, you know, I don't want you getting your hair cut by that barber anymore. And But you say, but she does such a good job. I can't help it. We used to date. I can't... No, nah, bro. If you want to make that relationship work, you got to go ahead and find your new barber. You got to that, that, yeah. that that dog you ain't move gonna on. hunt. That dog is not gonna hunt, bro. I hear what you're saying, but the the fact of the matter that you are being disrespectful and talking to somebody that I openly don't like kind of tells me that you might feel like I'm a little bit expendable. So who's slaying this? Is he the barber or is he the, the, getting the haircut? I think he. I think <laughs> yeah, that's a good analogy. I don't know. He might be getting a haircut. The other, my other favorite haircut. part of this analogy is neither of us have any hair, Hugh. Yeah, that's Where it. Yeah, that's, I was just trying to make it. I assumed Eric had hair. I think so, too. And he I, and he I sounded assumed, like he had hair. Yeah, he had, sounded like he had hair. So I'm just trying to, you know, put it in a, in a context that he would understand. You know who else doesn't have hair? James Bradbury. Does not have. He can hair. cover though, Full and I circle. think I think he's going to be better the next couple of years than Darius. I would trade Slay to keep Bradbury. Josiah is in Warrington. What's up, Josiah? What's going on? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, got gotcha. you. Got you. Hey, man, so um, first things first, I want to talk about the draft, honestly. Um, and I want to talk about how the draft ironically helped the Eagles with the quarterbacks playing as good as, as, good as they did um, and showing up their talent because now we got a good chance to get one of those good corners or one of those edge rushers. Um, just like the last guy said, I think that Hargrave and Garner Johnson is one of the more important defensive free agents. Um, 
I feel like Slay and Bradbury cancel each other out. Like they're in the same tier. Do you guys agree? Um, well, I think Hargrave, Josiah, because of what what he provides and they how much they value defensive line and that yeah. that that pass rush inside. Yeah, I mean, I I think the fact that he's thirty complicates a little bit, but just if you just tell me the player and the impact, I think he'd be number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and on top of that, having a eleven sacks in that interior position, you know, is rare. Yeah, um, man. And I think he provided that is rare. And on top of that, Joe, you was talking about earlier how you feel as though the defense won us a lot of games, but you didn't take into account the quarterback that we played against. I mean, the best uh, quarterback we played against as far as accuracy-wise, time, and anticipation was probably Jared Goff. And he put up 35 on us, on, on us in the first game of the uh, season. So, And Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers put up 30 um, with – um, without his top wide receiver. Well, you um, so so, so you're right, but now they're going to have worse players next year or younger players. So so that makes me even more worried. You know, well, your your point makes me even more nervous about all well, this. Well, it's like, well, well less out. talent. Hear me out. Hear me out. Right. Um, I feel as though just like what you said earlier. Right. You um, pointed to right. It's an offensive lead, and a lot of those games, the offense gave us a big lead to be able to rush the passer, which was. Our strength, right? Right. Now, what happened was we came to the big games. We were playing against better coaching. And against better coaching, great coaching kind of negates that a lot. And what you've seen is in the Super Bowl. And I think our biggest downfall, which is why the city hates Gannon, is not because Gannon um, isn't, isn't really aggressive. I think Gannon had the horses this year to be aggressive. And with it, what did Spagnuolo do in the Super Bowl? Third and two, which the Cal- what Jason Kelsey said was probably his biggest regret um, in the game. They mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they were they went after Hurts, and if he beat us, then he beat us. But they made that one play to give their um, um, top quarterback back the ball, and well, we lost the game. And if we won't pay Hurts like a top five quarterback, you know, you you're going to have to you know take take these risks. And I think with the coaching is a big is a bigger question mark than anything. I feel like if Sean decides can coach, if he he picks his spots, when to be aggressive, we we can get younger. I think, like I said, Slay Bradbury, you could trade Slay. Let Bradbury go. They're probably going to be around the same ballpark um, money-wise, you know. So they're really going to cancel each other out. Draft a young corner. I think this draft is great with young corner depth. Um, past, you know, um, Joey Porter and Gonzalez. I think when you get into the second and third round, you can find a Tyree Woolen-like player um, in this draft. I was watching the combine. And I think I think we're, we're in good hands. I think if we can get younger, I think our offense is going to be great. And this is the biggest difference from this year from last year, right? Not last year, but from 2017, right? We didn't have the young, talented horses on offense as we do now. Alshon Jeffrey, he was, he was, you know, on the decline. We had Ertz, but other than that, it was no, you're really, right. It was an older offense, on the, and was, especially with the skill players, very old. Yes, sir, very old. And I think now we got, you know, two top fifteen wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You can't deny that. Smitty and, uh, and AJ top yep. fifteen. We got a top five tight end. Can't deny that. And even with probably losing Kelsey. And um, um, the, the guy with the hair, Samalu, Samalu, we're still probably going to have a top five offensive line. I like Cam Jurgen. So I feel like the offense can be able to carry us. If we can get younger, get cheaper on defense like we need to. Um, and, and on top of that, last week we was talking about um, the younger players not, not playing up the par. I think right. they just didn't get no, no playtime. Well, and, no and play you, you, that, you're right. So it doesn't mean that Josiah, we appreciate it. It doesn't mean those guys can't play. I mean, you, you mentioned you liked what you saw out of – and a Jordan Davis in limited snaps. We didn't really see Cam Jurgens. We didn't see Dean. Doesn't mean they can't play. We just don't. We're not sure right now. Yeah, and they're going to get an opportunity. And, and and that's why you draft. Like you draft these guys, and you didn't see them that much. It's it's on the coach 
And it's on Howie to bring in more guys that you can keep this thing going. You keep this rotation going, and guys going to step up, and they're going to play bigger roles than they played last year. That's what it's about, man. It's This defense, statistically, like I said earlier, it's probably not going to be the same as it was this year. It's almost hard. It's almost impossible yeah, to believe. Yeah, it's not going to be that, but it can still be good. It can still be good. And, and when I look at certain moves, and see, listen, this is not me. When I, when I talk about certain things, I don't have any malice towards any of these players. Like I said, I follow Darius Slay on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But I'm reading the tea leaves. And, and the fact that you going out here talking to, to folks that clearly do not jive well with your big playmaker or, or so-called big playmaker. And the fact that, you know, a guy that they, they lobby for, Denard Wilson, to be the defense coordinator that you didn't even consider that, that tells me that you don't factor in to their long-term plans. You might not fa- – let me, let me pull that back. I'm not going to say it's, that's, that's a truism. But you might not factor into their long-term plans. That's all I'm saying. You can't – like a lot of times you can't be emotional when you look at some of these things. You just got to look at it logically. And logically, when you talk about looking at stuff like that, it don't look like he's it's trending like he's going to be here. Yeah, something doesn't fit. I mean, something doesn't fit with, with this whole – the whole – Everything that's happened since the Super Bowl has, has been just bizarre on the defensive yeah, side. They, they talk- wanted to keep Gannon, yeah. and then they couldn't. And then Sean Desai takes the job. It's not Denard Wilson. You got Slay campaigning for Denard Wilson. Now Denard Wilson fired, whatever we want to call this, amicable, not amicable, players about to leave. This defense is going to look a lot different. And, I mean, the idea of trading Slay to keep Bradbury, it becomes – and also – they could trade Slay and keep whoever they want. It doesn't have to be Bradbury, but that's just obviously you don't want to lose both corners. But that's a big cap hit here. I think there's something to the idea of trading Darius Slay and 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 you know keeping Bradbury, who's, a, who's two years younger. Jeff's in Wilmington. What's up, Jeff? Yo, guys, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, man? Jeff. I have to ask: Do I sound like a guy that has hair? <laughs> yeah, uh, weird, yeah uh, we're we're gonna yeah. try to guess. Uh, <laughs> yes, you have hair, Jeff. I I in fact do not. Okay. I've been shaving my head since 1994, man. Longer than both of you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, I was losing it, and I just said, you know what? It, it's you gone. said you came on home, didn't you? came on home. Come on home. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was only – well, I started losing my hair when I was like 21. Oh, that so had to be imagine. depressing. Yeah, and I'm 58, so I started shaving my head in 1994. So Come on home, man. You, have, you've been I home for a while. Come beer. on. I have a beard, so that's the compromise. Because see, I have one too. That's the that's the that's the compromise. And you treat it like you treat a hair head of hair, don't you? Because I do. Yes, sir. (laughs) Oh, I'm proud of it now. Yeah. Um. (laughs) So I think I was telling Kyle. I think I would trade Slay uh, and keep it. Well, if I had to keep one or the other of them, I think I would let Slay go, or not let him go, but trade him. Um. Provided I was getting some really good. Uh, draft picks for whenever. It doesn't have to be for this year. Yeah, and but, Jeff, it's interesting. I, I don't know what the value would be for Slay. I'm thinking you know, we'd have to look at the. I it, yeah, I mean, it, well, they traded third and a fifth for him two years ago, so I can't imagine it's yeah. they're going to get a lot more. He's two years, you know, older than he was, or three years older. Yeah, but correct. But it, you know, if you could save money and get a, and keep the younger guy, I think there's something to it. Yeah, we have to keep one of them. Can't right. let both of them go. Oh well, um, yeah, that, that would be a lot. Yeah, I'm, and I'm not panicking about the defense yet because, again, I want to see what happens in the draft. I want to see which way they go in the draft. Um, you know, it's, it's this thing with Slay and not happy with Matt Patricia coming in, if he does, that doesn't play out too well either. I, I don't – you know, he can be – Slay is great, don't get me wrong, 
But if he's not happy with the coach, you know, that's he, he's not going to be his best. You know, he's going to have to move on maybe. Yeah, I don't want an unhappy player. I mean, that, that that's no. the yeah. If he's going to pout or he's going to moan about it, and Jeff and Jeff, we appreciate, it, man. We don't know. I mean, you know, maybe Darius Slay would say, okay, you know, we're adults here. But if he's going to complain, I I'm but, moving but, on. But do we know if that's good enough? Because didn't didn't we just did we have a report where a coach said it was cool? Then they said, no, it ain't cool. Yes, <laughs> we need to move on. So I don't know. That's why. Listen, I don't just come on here and just say stuff just to be saying. I put a little bit of thought. <laughs> into Wait, really? Yeah, I put a little. I mean, I know it might not stop. Thought like, on WIP. I what is a, that? I put a little thought into this because when I'm reading these stories, I'm like, huh. And then you know we're texting back and forth and we're talking about how you know Slade clearly doesn't like him, and I'm looking like, huh. Why would you go out and try to hire somebody that you know that one of your better players doesn't what? like? One of your captains. One of your better players doesn't like. And then there's reports that it was an amicable, uh, you know, re, you know, hey, we we're just gonna part ways. And then it comes out a story that, no, that wasn't the case. I wanted to stay. Hmm. I mean, you got to look at, like, listen, I, we all are fans of the game. But we're all, you're all human. Yeah. And you look at certain things, you're like, wait a minute, where, what's going on there? Because there's a lot that's going on. There's Especially a- when you talk about, Joe, <laughs> it was cool and everybody was okay with the, with the hire and then you still got fired. Yeah, there's a lot of dominoes that have fallen already this offseason that, that give, me, give me some concern over what's going on here. With the, like the fact that they they desperately wanted to keep Gannon, they tried to pay him like a head coach to keep him here. It didn't work, right? Then the players were campaigning for Denard Wilson. Well, he didn't get the job. Now he got fired, or whatever they're calling yesterday. And and now they're talking to Matt Patricia. It's it's a it is for a team that's just coming off a Super Bowl. Very kind of odd start to this offseason. Yeah, and it's a lot that is going on behind closed doors that that we are not privy to and and we're left to speculate which I have no problem yeah, with. Yeah, I, well, I don't either because that's what we do here on WIP and I'm 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 panicking cuz I I just feel like this defense is going to have five or six young players out there, a new defensive coordinator, potentially an upset Darius Slay and a much tougher schedule next year. It is a lot. 215-592-9494. Are you panicking about the state of the Eagles defense? A lot of coaching changes. Denard Wilson now out. Maybe some, some you know, the players not happy because he's not going to be here. Players potentially walking out the door. And we trade every get money to keep James Bradbury. I think it's a big idea. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Everyone's all up on their side. And as part of our champ camp check-in. We'll see if we can get an update on Andrew Painter's injury. I mean, this this came out late last week. We haven't heard anything since. The more time goes on, the more um, the more ominous that is that we haven't heard yet. Maybe we'll get something here coming up soon. Todd Zalecki next, right here on the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.